and welcome back to the Nerd Podcast. That's never-ending retro dialogue. I'm Jordan. And I'm Doug. <clears throat> so, how you doing, Doug? I'm doing alright, man. How are you? I am doing alright. Uh, I got some new shoes. I got... Um, yeah, they're... What color would you call those? The internet called the Canyon Dusk. Okay. So I guess if you're in the canyon at dusk, this is what it looks like. Okay. The, but for the um, people who can't see them, they're basically pink. See, I would have called them kind of, a, they're like a peachy salmon. Really? I would not call those pink. I I wanted a pinker color, but mm-hmm. for whatever reason, the actual pink color did not come in my size. Hmm. It was like the only size that was missing was my size. Oh, that's funny. So, But no, that's a pretty snazzy color. I like that. Yeah, my nieces love them. Uh, they want Converse now. I actually... Uh, I haven't worn Converse in mm-hmm. years because they're just... They're not great shoes. <laughs> they're, they're not comfortable. No. However, I noticed that... And I don't know if these have been out for a minute. But they've got... They're, they're called um, CX... Core or something like that, but they're they're made for a more flexible material for for wider feet, and then they have padding in them. Oh. So, um, yeah, but wow. it looks like the only way I can find them is online. Yeah, I haven't been able to find them in stores, but yeah, they're made for old nerds like me that want <laughs> to still wear them but can't because otherwise I wouldn't be able to walk after twenty minutes. Right. Well. <laughs> Um, I haven't worn anything but Converse for like 12 years, and uh, I'm starting to wonder if I'm getting too old for them. Mm. Am I getting to the point where I'm an old man that's trying to be cool? You, you look like the, the sad old man yeah. trying to keep keep his youth. I don't know. But I can't imagine wearing anything else, so. So there you go. I don't hey, know. whatever makes you happy. That's right. I'm a nerd for Converse. There you go. We'll have a shoe episode A one shoe day. episode. <laughs> yes. So... <laughs> Transitioning into today's episode, yes, we will be talking about uh, books to screen. Yes, so that's books that became movies um, that were adapted or TV to movies, shows or TV shows. Yes, not necessarily just movies, but there are. I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of books out there. Uh, there's a few. Yeah, there's at least I don't know ten or twenty. Yeah, it depends. Dep- well, you know what? Nope. <laughs> Going to keep politics out of this. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. He almost went there. <laughs> We'll be good. The other thing is, there's a lot of movie and TV shows. Yes. I wonder, there's no way we can answer this, because I don't know that it's quantifiable, but what what do you think there's more, books or movies? Oh, books, you just because books? it's, that media has been able to, it's been around for centuries now. That's true. But I was thinking books and TV together, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. But there's still got to be more books gotta be but movie and tv together is but i don't know i just just something that popped into my head yeah let's have the audience weigh in yeah it's kind of like what's 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 the question that was big on the internet more doors or windows i don't know that one yeah there was there was a question going around like last summer are there more doors or windows in the world oh no so yeah so are there more books or are there more movies and tv shows yeah I gotta say, I gotta believe there's more books because I work at the library. I see how many books there are. Yeah. I just gotta imagine there's more. And we're just a little little sliver in the yeah. country that's yeah. a little sliver in the world. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. I've never thought about that before. So. 
sounds like a TV show. We need to get. Oh. To, we need to pitch this to the Travel Channel. Yeah. Oh yeah. You go around and see libraries. Yeah. And, oh, I like that. Oh man, I would love that. I like to see libraries. Um, I we're getting off we're getting off topic, I guess. But no, this is the process, man. Yeah, this is the. What would we call it? Uh, Bound to glory. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Here we go. Travel Channel, if you're listening, contact Give us. Give us a ring. Yep. Have your people call our people, which is just us. Yeah. <laughs> so. But also just text us, because I won't pick up the phone if you call. That is true. If I don't recognize the number. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, don't email either, because I'll just think it's junk. So. Yeah. Yeah. So text it is. Text it is. There we text, go. Text is what's in a book. Te- oh. Wow. Well, this is coming full circle. I've tied it all together. Folks, you are witness to the next big thing. <laughs> it's going to happen. Maybe it'll happen by the time this episode comes out. Maybe. There's a lot of time in between episodes. There is a lot of time. (laughs) Oh, Lordy. But yeah, so books to screen. So we're going to preface this too. We could just sit here and spout off movies or TV shows that we're aware were based on this or based on that. We, I don't know. I feel like I need to be able to talk about this stuff. So... We are trying to limit this to movies or TV shows that we've watched that either we have read the source material or at least we're aware of it and have interacted with people. And then that way we're not just discussing, you know, just a list of things because that's boring. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because I was going through lists of books that are turned into movies and... I'm going to I'm going to apologize ahead of time cuz there's so many books that I've neither read nor watched the movie of. Right. I just could not believe it. I was like, I thought I was pretty well read/watched, but there's a lot of stuff that's been adapted that I was just like, oh, I've never seen that. I've never seen that. <laughs> so I might be a little bit of dead weight on this one. That's that's okay. I I'm the same way um just because um I it's easier to watch the movie. Or TV yeah, show, right? That's true. And, and I'm one of the people that it's hard for me once I've watched something. Oh yeah, it's hard for me to go and read the source material because if it's different, if it's vastly different, then I'll just become very uninterested and I can't finish it. But also after watching the movie or TV show, uh, I. I already have that picture in my head. Whereas when I'm reading something for the first time, I create my own world. Mm -hmm. Now, which can also be counterproductive to going in and watching a movie that you've already read the book on because you've created this this whole world in your head. Yeah. But I find it easier to to transition from reading first to watching it because I understand. I, I can go, you know what, they're going to have to do their own thing. You can't make this book into a two-hour movie so they're going to have to take liberties with it versus if i've watched the movie first that movie's the only thing playing in my head yeah that's interesting because i I never thought about that but i'm the same way because i feel like i almost feel like you have to read the book first to to because like if i watch the movie first i already know what's going to happen for the most part obviously they're going to change stuff but like for whatever reason like it's okay for me to know what's going to happen if it came from the book first it's almost like i have permission to know what's going to happen yeah i don't know why but it seems like if it was a book first then like yeah you should read it first to me anyway but maybe that's because i'm a reader 
I'm more than a watcher. But, yeah, I, I agree. And that's weird because I've never thought about that. And it's almost like I actually kind of look forward to how are they going to tweak this. Yeah. Because to do just a word-for-word thing, you know, exact replica, then what's the point? Right. Um, I actually kind of look forward to uh, the changes. And they do this. They do that with the, the DC animated movies, which... We're not going to talk a lot about those, if at all, except for this, because there will be a whole episode on those. Yeah. But they'll do their own little twists, because anyone who's read the source material already knows, and it's nice to still have a little surprise. Yeah. Um, unless it completely veers off of what the original intent and and just overall story was. Yeah. Then, then you've gone too far. Well, and I, we should mention while we're on the topic of that, that we won't be discussing comic book adaptations. Correct. Because if you've listened to us already, you know that we have um, an episode about comic books that were turned into movies. So if you're interested in that, um, I think it's an episode about comics you might not, or movies you might not have known were based on comics. Yep. So we won't be talking, you know, you won't hear us talk about V for Vendetta or Watchmen or whatever, because, you know, we've already kind of... It's, Yeah. It's We've redundant. been there and done that. I mean, I, and obviously, you know, the MCU is its own little yeah. monster and the DCEU and stuff. So, um, also, too, we'll point out, um, as we were prepping for this, we're, we're very aware that we won't be talking about Stephen King. Mm, yeah. Um, and, and the reason is we plan on doing our own World of Stephen King episode. Uh, there's just so much... Um, of his material that I absolutely love that I wouldn't be able to do it justice talking right. about it for five minutes in a, in this episode. So um, we're very aware we're skipping a lot of Stephen yeah. King content because that would be a lot of what I'd be talking about as far as books that turned into movies. <laughs> and I was thinking about that and I was like, oh, we got to talk about this, we got to talk about that, we got to talk about this. And it's all Stephen King. I was like... Yeah. Yeah, so much like... We just, as of this recording, we just released the World of John Carpenter. Yeah. So today, um, in April, we did that. Um, you'll be hearing that. You'll be hearing this way after that. But, uh... Ooh, it's almost like time travel. Yeah. Nice. Ooh. But... Do, 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 yeah, do, do. We, have, we have several World of planned. Yes. Some you may enjoy, and some are simply for uh, our amusement. Yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm going to make one of my friends cringe right now. Uh-oh. You ready? Yeah. There will be a World of Nicolas Cage episode. <laughs> oh my. I don't know how Jordan feels about that. <laughs> I do know I've got one friend out there. <laughs> oh no. Absolutely hates him. He can't stand Nick Cage. <laughs> even you know what though, even if you don't like him, that what an interesting guy. Just look, I don't know what it is. I'm not going to say I like every Nick Cage movie because right. there's a lot of them. They're just absolutely terrible, and he just needed the check right. Right. But boy, there are just some that I just absolutely <laughs> am thoroughly entertained. And um, yeah, so yeah. Anywho, world of Stephen King, watch for it in the theater coming near. Yeah. yeah. Or check under your bed. Oof. Yeah. Godly. Yep. But anywho, so. We, we talked about 
watching a movie first and then trying to read. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and start with the one that I tried that with, and I just can't, and that's Last of the Mohicans. Ah, yes. I knew you were going to bring this one up. Yep. Last Mohicans is one of my absolute favorite movies. Uh, Dad and I watch it in the theater. I own it. Um, I watch it uh, yearly. I just absolutely love it. I attempted... (laughs) <laughs> I attempted to try to read it. Um, those who don't know, it's a book by James Fenimore Cooper, written in the 18... I think it was the 1700s. 1700s? Yeah. 18th century, 17... I'll look it up while you're talking. Um, so, you know, it's um, it's got a different kind of pace to it. <laughs> 1757. So, gee, many Christmas. Wow, so he wrote that, like... That's pretty spot on with the timing and stuff. Wow. Yeah, he, yeah. Now, jeez. I will say I have read Last of the Mohicans. Yeah. I had to read it for college for something. I don't remember a thing about it other than that the dude's name was Hawkeye. Because I remember that because of Hawkeye from the Avengers. Mm-hmm. So, and MASH. So, but the, I know that's the book that you think is the movie. Who's in the movie? Daniel Day-Lewis. That's what I thought. Um... Wes Studi, uh, and Madeline Stowe. Now, that's the movie that you're going to very controversially say is better than the book. Yes. Well, I don't know if it's controversial because I don't know how many... I was going to say, there's my... <laughs> Last of the Mohican nerds we have out there. <laughs> probably not many. <laughs> I know, we probably have one listener that's just fuming. He's just writing with a... Quill feather pen. Oh yeah, on this parchment paper. Yep, he's gonna he's gonna stamp the envelope. <laughs> he's gonna mail us seal. hate mail. Yeah, but uh, he or she. Yeah, he or she. Yes, they will. They will. Um, it it is by far <laughs> the movie is so much better than the book. Just because I couldn't finish the book, and I tried more than once, and then I I surrendered, waved <laughs> the white flag, and I said I'm done, and um. So, yeah, so, unfortunately, uh, movie better than book. Now, my wife, as we are getting ready to uh, start recording this, yes. I put her on the spot and asked her, and, and the only thing she could think of was uh, Twilight. Oh, yeah. Um, just because the first thing that popped in her head. Um, now, she is of the opinion that almost exclusively books are better than the movies. Okay. And I look, and she may not be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it depends on your frame of mind and what you expect out of the movie and and what world you're able to create while reading the book. Yeah. But anywho, yeah. So. Well, I, I'll go ahead and join the controversy. Okay. I have a book that I think is not as... I, I mean, a movie that's better than the book. Okay. That more people have probably read because it's not from 1757. <laughs> But I, I, when I think of this question, people always say, what's a movie that's better than the book? The first thing that comes to my hand is Big Fish. Ooh. Big Fish, uh, the Tim Burton movie, which is one of my favorite movies ever. That is a great movie. Um, the book is fine. It's it's a good basis for the movie. But the movie just feels much more magical to me. Uh-huh. Maybe it's because it's so visual. But man, I read that book and I was like, oh. But I read the book like years after I watched the movie. So it kind of had that effect where I knew what was going to happen and everything. And it was it followed the book pretty closely, except for the book was more like anecdotal instead of like 
a string of things that happened that made a life. It was like, now this happened. Now this happened. Uh, and it wasn't as much like connected. Yeah. It was more like a series of tall tales, which is what the movie is kind of like, but it's all connected with like, like there's no in-between bits in the book. It's just like, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, the book, the book wasn't as good as the movie, but I think that's because the movie is so magical to me because like when I think of Big Fish, I think of like the first thing that pops into my mind is when time stops and he walks through the popcorn. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you can't really capture that in a book, I don't think, as much as you could a movie. Which, you know, one thing we can talk about maybe is the pros, not the pros and cons, but the strengths and weaknesses of a book and a movie. Yeah. You know, because, for example, a book you can spend as much time as you want on a scene, and people are going to expect that. And so they come to read it, and they're like, oh, this is really developing the scene here. Whereas, like, if you spend ten minutes on a scene in a movie, and people are going to be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, just get on with the movie, you know? Yeah. And there's the time constraints, and one is what I call participatory, which is the reading, where you are doing the work, mm-hmm. and the other one, I don't know what I would call it, but you just are viewing it, so it's being done for you. Um, but yeah, so I, that's the book that I think it, the movie is better, and I've always, I mean, I haven't always said that, because I just read the book maybe two years ago, but I finally got, I finally got the, I finally got it from the library, and I was like, oh, this is going to be great, and I read it, and I was like, man, it's not as good as the movie, which feels wrong almost to say Mm. because i'm very much of the opinion that the book is the superior form most of the time yeah because like i said it's you're telling like it's like you're telling a story the original way it's meant to be told and then you're taking it and you're adapting it into a different medium and it's like that presents its own challenges so when you have the original way it's being told it's like isn't this the right way it's being told i don't know yeah well that's interesting I, hmm, I think the issue becomes is, are you able to to create the world as you're reading it? Because um, I know I've talked to some people. Uh, oh, geez, maybe Maddie's one of them. I'm I'm trying to remember now, um, but they have problems visualizing yeah. as they're reading. They're just reading, right? Um, so I know she doesn't mind watching the movie first and then going and reading because then at least she has the pictures in her head. Yeah. Um, whereas me, I like, like I said, I like going in and I can create this, this, and this, and this is how this looks, and this person acts this way and has these characteristics. Um, so I don't think you're wrong. I think, I think it's disappointing when in a way when you read a book and you're like, Oh wow, that wasn't entertaining as entertaining as the movie was. Um, but I think that also it's a lot to do with the source material, right? Big fish is a very visual yeah, um, yeah. story. If you guys have not watched big fish, you absolutely should. It's, it stars the great Albert Finney. Um, and Oh gosh, what's the, uh, you McGregor's Ewan in McGregor, it. Yeah. And then he plays the young Albert Finney. And then who's the son? Oh Billy Crudup, yeah. I believe. Billy Crudup, yep. And and you've got all of the Tim Burton usuals that show up in yeah. there. Um, great movie, my God! It is. It will hit you with a case of the feels there at the end. You know, it's interesting because I almost feel like it's the least Tim Burton movie that he's yeah. ever made. Oh yes, um, which might be why it sticks out to me because it's it is a very good movie, but it's not like Beetlejuice or. Um, Edward Scissorhands or you know it's just it's not quite it's weird but weird in a different way it's not Tim Burton weird it's It's not it doesn't have that super 
dark Tim yeah. Burton feel to it. Yeah. Because um, even Pee-wee's Big Adventure, you know, when you go back and look at it, go, okay, yeah, that is yeah. Tim Burton. <laughs> <laughs> even though it's got Pee-wee. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's a good one. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's one that that's that's about the only one I can think of where I prefer the movie to the book. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tear this bandaid off if that's okay with you. Do it, Lord of the Rings. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I have not read Lord of the Rings. Oh, you don't need to. <laughs> I tried to read Lord of the Rings when I was younger, but I didn't have the attention span for it. But I love the movies. But I know that you do not. I, I, no. Um, I'm going to, I, I'm trying to convince myself I need to give them another try. Yeah. Because I love fantasy stuff. Yeah. I just, man, I just dislike that first one so much. Oh. <laughs> I just. It is a little slow. It, it is. I was bored out of my mind. Oh, jeez. I, and, and. It felt like the books. I couldn't. I never could get more than halfway through the books, any of them. Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, and I just could not. And and look, hey, if you like Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, like them, love them. I just I don't. Well, conversely, I did read the Hobbit mm-hmm. because it's only one book, so I could actually make it through that. Loved the book, did not care for the movies. Um, the original Lord of the Rings movies were so good, so well casted, so well designed, um, shot beautifully. Uh, I thought, I thought so anyway. And I know a lot of people feel that way about the Lord of the Rings. That's why it's kind of tricky when they're talking about making new Lord of the Rings stuff because it's. I mean, it's been twenty years, but it's only been twenty years, mm-hmm. you know. Which seems crazy that right. it's been twenty years. I know it's well. I think it's been more than that for. Uh, no, maybe not. Yeah, I think it's been exactly twenty years, but uh, but yeah, so so the first three were just amazing, but then they went and split the Hobbit into three movies, and it was just a lot of not mm-hmm. not what you wanted to see, and it's I don't know, and Peter Jackson's such a good director that I was kind of like I saw all three Hobbits in theaters, and I was like, okay, I saw all three Lord of the Rings. Well, I think I saw the second two Lord of the Rings movies in theaters, or at least the third when I was pretty young. So I don't know that I went and saw, and I know I saw the first one on VHS, I think, or DVD or something, and I fell asleep during it because I was very young, couldn't appreciate the nuanced <laughs> parts of the movie. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think those are, are movies that people would agree are very, um, very well liked for the most mm-hmm. part. Oh, absolutely. Um, a lot of I'm not sure that because like the books, you know, from what I remember reading about the Nuss. Don't get me wrong, it's been a long time since I've read the book, or tried to read the book, but I know they're very verbose and very detailed, so I know that cutting some of that out probably helped tell the story in terms of visually telling the story. Um, I've never seen the extended editions, which is something I'd like to do eventually, but yeah, I don't know, I just thought that those would be, that that's a good example of a movie that probably people like the book and the movie a lot, mm-hmm. you know, but I know you didn't like it. So I just wanted to get that out of the way for all the viewers, for all the listeners at home, <laughs> because so now they can leave. Yeah, they now, can leave now. I, I can appreciate, um, visually from the scenes I saw, I, I get why people like them. 
Um, and like I said, I'm, I, I may convince myself because I also was not a fan of Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. And I'm going to try to give that a shot again eventually. I never got into that. Um, but I, I, I am going to try uh, watching them again and seeing. But we'll see. I know I'll never try reading them again. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. just, that's... That ship has sailed. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we're just going to briefly touch on this too, because I think we're going to have a a world of this, and that's the Harry Potter. Yeah, so we're we're that's going to be its own thing. Um, current uh, controversy with the author, notwithstanding, um, we're going to try to just focus on the the content of the world. Um, because for a lot of people, especially your age, yeah. uh, that was a huge, a huge thing, right? right. So, so we'll we'll talk about that uh, another day. I do want to bring this up just because it's one of my all-time favorite movies. I think we slightly touched on it in the cult movie um, episode, um, but because it is based on a short story, okay. I know we don't like being redundant, but Thirteenth Warrior. Oh yeah, um, was based on a Michael Crichton oh, uh, yeah. short story, um, "Eaters of the Dead," mm-hmm. and uh, I have tried to find that short story somewhere. Yeah, I, I haven't scoured the earth because I'm sure I could probably find a copy online or yeah. something. But I like, I'm an old soul. I like having physical copies right. of things too, and um, I haven't been able to 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 find it. But I would love to read it to see how it compares. Because 13th Warrior, for me, is just, like I said, it's one of my favorite right. movies. I love the concept. I, I love the action in it. And it's just, it was horribly uh, underrated film. Yeah, um, there's a lot of, it's interesting to me that you mentioned this because there's a lot of short stories that get adapted into movies. Yeah. Stephen King is one that has a lot of short stories. There's a lot of them, yeah. But, you know, and since I just said, you know, we released the John Carpenter episode, um, They Live is based on a short story. Mm-hmm. Eight o'clock in the morning, I believe. Yep. Um, I believe you're correct. And they just, it's just interesting to me how you can take such a short thing, like a short story, and fill it into a whole movie. Because, like, with, at least with a book, you have a couple hundred pages yeah. to squeeze material out of. Um, and the same thing interests me with picture books that get turned into movies. Like, Shrek was a picture book. Oh, really? Yeah, Shrek was a picture book. Not, I don't think it had anything to do with the Shrek that we know. And uh, the other one that comes to mind is Boss Baby, because my nieces love Boss Baby, so I've seen it like 50,000 times. Oh, gosh. But that's based off a picture book, too. Really? Yeah, and so like just to take these short things and be able to make movies out of them, that's uh, or, or, or Dr. Seuss movies like The Grinch and The Little Lorax... Taking those books and making movies into them is very interesting to me. That's where that's where we could get controversial too. Uh oh, the Grinch. There is oh. only one true Grinch, and that is the Boris Koloff animated special. Oh my goodness! The Jim Carrey Grinch movie is absolute trash. I oh like no! <laughs> what I, about? I love Jim Carrey. Yeah, but I I I could not stand that movie. What about the Benedict Cumberbatch? Grinch? Not watched. Not it. even gonna no, talk about it. Not even that. gonna. Didn't watch it. Not going to. <laughs> my niece is like that one. I'm. I'm. I'll be the old dude sitting on the porch. <laughs> that ain't my Grinch. No, but I. 
I know the the Ron Howard Grinch gets a lot. Of, there's a lot of people absolutely love it. I don't know. I just, I just, I didn't, I didn't care for it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I I don't I don't have strong opinions either way. So yeah. you're not offending me or anything. Well, it's just, and I don't mean to offend. No, I know. Again, but, everyone, but I, everyone likes what you want. I mean, to like. I just I have no real opinion yeah. on it. But um, what about the Lorax? Do you like the Lorax with Danny DeVito? Never watched Never the watched. Lorax. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I had to watch it when I was working at the Y, and I worked with kids. I I watched a little bit of the Cat in the Hat. I I've I never seen that. I can't stand Mike Myers anymore. So. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I I've never seen Cat in the Hat. I even knew back then it was a bad movie. Yeah, no. So nope. They need to make a one fish, two fish, red fish, <laughs> blue fish, or something. Yeah, try that. I'm really surprised they never made like a even. And maybe they did make animated shorts of, like, Green Eggs and Ham or Over the Places You'll Go. You know, it's funny. I actually, I just saw an advertisement for Green Eggs and Ham, and it was a very anime-looking, oh, very anime-style-looking Green Eggs and Ham. I don't know what platform it was on. I just very briefly caught it. Speaking of picture books, really quick, because it popped in my head, uh, Where the Wild Things. Yeah, Where the Wild Things Are. I have never seen that one all the way through. But I remember look, thinking it looked really good. Yeah. I, I think we watched it once. And that's one of those books that um, I can remember our guidance counselor uh, recommending I read it. And for the weirdest things, like I was having these weird nightmares yeah. or something. And so uh, he, he found the book and gave it to me to read. And I read it over and over and over nice. and over again. And for whatever reason, it helped. I, I'm not sure why, um, but I absolutely loved that book. So it was a little strange seeing the movie because that is one of the ones where it's like, uh, yeah, you know, it's not like I, I I didn't dislike the movie, but just yeah, I don't know, wasn't the same. Yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah. So, what else have you got on your list? Do you want to talk about um, good movies or bad movies? Oh, jeez. Well, so let, let's notice I didn't say good books or bad books. It's the movie that it's I the movie with. that's bad. Um, I got you. Real quick, two blockbusters that okay. will get out of the way is you got Jurassic Park and Jaws. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Jurassic Park because we talked about Michael Crichton for yep. a second. Um, I've never read Jurassic Park. I hear it's a little different than the movie. I have heard the same thing. I've not read that one, unfortunately, either. And I've never read Jaws. Uh I read Jaws years ago. Oh, jeez. Um, to the point where I'm not sure I could even give it justice going through. Um, I know it's a little bit different than the movie. Um, and those are just... Those are two movies that are just so iconic. Yeah. It's kind of like I've never felt compelled to read the right. books because they're just so... <laughs> right. They're so good. Yeah. That... I just well, they're both Steven Spielberg, aren't they? Yeah, I just put that together. Yeah, the man knows what he's doing. He he could tell a story, 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 <laughs> story, story. Oh boy, a doily. Oh, that's what I get for using my flask this early in the morning. Um, um, yeah, I will say that Jaws is interesting to me because I read I've been reading paperbacks from Hell, uh huh, which is a nonfiction book, and it, it unleashed a wave of killer animal fiction. Oh yeah, into the world. Oh yeah, and I just can. I mean, I to me like that's normal, but I imagine like back in the seventies, it was like 
whole new territory. So, oh, there's um, I can remember the movie Sharon and I were just talking about too called Orca. Yeah, and um, we have a patron who frequently checks out Orca. No kidding. Yeah. All right, and so yeah, it's it just it's the whole hey. This could be the next new craze. Yeah. Let's get on it. And then you just, boom, you start just getting it oversaturating yeah. your your uh, your consciousness. But uh, that's funny. Uh, one, one movie I want to mention that is, again, one of my one of my childhood favorites, and, and Sharon got it for me for Christmas one year, is Something Wicked This Way Comes, which is based on a Ray Bradbury right. book of the same name. Now, I had never read the book, but recently I was able to find a copy, yeah. and I have have it in my library. So eventually, I want to be able to do a, in one of our month in review episodes, yeah. give my review. Uh, now, I absolutely love the movie. I have heard the book is, I mean, everything I've read about the book calls it a you know a, a a modern american classic yeah so i'm very excited to see because as as good as the book or as good as the movie was what is in there that yeah they just didn't put in so now it's interesting because i like ray bradbury i haven't read in fact my my dnd character is named after ray bradbury but i haven't read something wicked this way comes and until you told me i did not know there was a movie yeah I want to have to watch it sometime. Okay. It is a, it is, um, in my mind, a great movie. I think it still holds up. Um, it has Jason Robards in it. Mm-hmm. It has um, Jonathan Price, um, and those are there's a couple other uh, character actors in there. But what I thought was interesting, I never realized it's actually a Disney film because it was released on Disney back in the day had. Had another distributor they would use oh. for for movies and stuff that wasn't quite Disney esque, <laughs> so that's yeah. what it was released under, because um, it is a little bit darker. The the I mean it's not it's not an R rated movie, but it's just it's got a much darker theme to it. Um, but yeah, we'll have to watch it sometime. But that is one I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to reading to see how that holds up. Um. So while we're on the subject of books that I didn't know or movies or movies that I didn't know were books until I was reading paperbacks from hell, The Exorcist. Yes. Did not realize that was a book. Yes. And apparently that is another one that opened up the gates of hell for, <laughs> yeah. our, for Literally. Our, our nation uh, in terms of storytelling. But um, I've only seen The Exorcist. I mean, I've seen The Exorcist, but, but I, I've only seen it like a few times so i don't <gasps> yeah i oh. it did freak me out though but i don't i never knew it was a book until um Blatty, right who Blatty? i don't remember name? but it was but it, it was uh interesting to me because uh the book the movie is so um famous uh and i'll say the same thing for the godfather uh, Mario, Mario Puzo. Puzo, yeah, who I just remembered—not just remembered—but I was watching Superman the other day, and uh, he wrote Superman the movie. Did you know that? Mario Puzo? Yeah, I did not know that. I'm pretty sure he did because I'm pretty sure his name was in the credits. But anyway, so yeah, there there are just some interesting. Uh... Yeah, Blatty. There we okay. go. William Peter Blatty. 
Man, I do know stuff sometimes. <laughs> it's just interesting because there's some movies that are so well-known as movies that you wouldn't think they were books. And uh, and you brought up uh, Space Odyssey, 2001 A Space Odyssey, before the show. Yep. And that's another one that... Uh, yeah, story by Mario Puzo. Uh, that's another one. But that one is kind of weird because I think that that came out around the same time as the movie. I think he might have been novelizing it as the movie was being made. Interesting. Uh, I don't really remember. Not, it's novelizing is not a word, is it? Novelizing? Is that it? Novelization. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know. But that's a good one. But that's one that I would almost recommend watching because, again, like Big Fish, it's so visual. But mostly the ending. Because I don't know how you would describe the ending. Have yes. You, you know what I mean? Cause I like, have watched it. Okay. I'm trying to refrain from commenting on Oh, speech. no. <laughs> I didn't realize this was going to be so so controversial. It's a fine movie. I just find it overrated. Oh, wow. I like it a lot. It's not my favorite Kubrick movie, but it's... I like. I mean, I will say it's really hard to get through the first part of it. Yeah. <laughs> but once you get to... And then the second part also. But once you get to the third part... <laughs> once you get to the third... It, I, again, I can understand the importance of the movie yeah. and, and kind of where it sits in uh, cinematic history. But... I I prefer I prefer uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, but look, I'm the wrong guy to talk to about what are good movies and what aren't sometimes because I will go to my grave saying that The Color of Money is Martin Scorsese's best film. <laughs> I say I've never seen that one. So, so <laughs> I just Goodfellas is fine, Raging <laughs> Bull's fine. I don't know. I just find them. I just. They don't do it for me. So. Bold. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Who knew this was going to be a hot This button? is a hot take. Hot take episode. Yeah, oh, God. Good yeah. golly. So, <laughs> I want to talk about a couple that were uh, small screen okay. uh, additions on this. So, um, now both of these, I will say, I actually bucked the trend for my norm. So, the TV series Longmire... And uh, the Jesse Stone TV movies. Okay. Um, so Jesse Stone is a uh, uh, cop that's basically ousted from from California because he's a drunk and whatnot. He ends up in paradise. Um, I'm not even sure if we know. I think it's Rhode Island, but it's it's on the eastern seaboard. I'm not even sure if they actually say where. That's interesting. I'll have to look that up. Anywho, um, absolutely, Tom Selleck stars in the TV movies. Absolutely love the TV movies. Was at Half Price Bookstore one day, and I saw a, a book by Robert B. Parker, who I enjoy his stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, hey, maybe I'll give it a go, because, you know, it was half off. And it was phenomenal. It, it was so kind of, and with Longmire, they do this too, so... Longmire, which we've talked about on other episodes, I believe, too. Um, it's set in Wyoming. He's, you know, a, a sheriff. And um, it's kind of murder mystery. Each episode's a murder mystery. And then there's an overarching story throughout the whole series. It, it's not even just a season long. It's, it's going through the whole series. But not... It's not like they go, okay, this book is this season. And this book is this season. They, they kind of especially with Longmire, kind of 
took stuff from all the different books that he had written to that point, Craig Johnson, and just kind of integrated them, splattered them all through the different uh, episodes. And they kind of did that with the Jesse Stone movies too. It's like, well, these two or three books kind of, we took these things and put them into this movie and so on and so forth. But the one thing that the TV series and movies for both of them do is they get the dialogue mm. um, is just spot on. Because the books for both are just such great reads and they're fast paced and they move. Um, there's not, they don't take 30 pages describing one scene. You know, it's, uh, uh, but the way the characters talk in the book that's how they made them talk in the in the movie in the TV, or in the TV series. It, it was just it just still had that same feel. The characters felt the same. And what was really neat is I could see they picked the the spot on right actors to play the characters for the main ones. Anyways, I, it, it was Tom Selleck was Jesse Stone. And, and I'm forgetting, Robert Taylor is the guy's name that played Longmire. He was in the, uh, he was in a Matrix movie, actually. Oh, really? He was one of the agents. But, I mean, you, I didn't have to struggle with, oh, yeah, that doesn't really fit this right. this vision I have. Uh, so they are both, I, I can't suggest them enough. Uh, either one, whether you watch the Jesse Stowe movies or Longmire TV series, but the books are phenomenal. Yeah. Well, you bring up an interesting point that I hadn't thought about, but dialogue is one of the few things that you can directly trans you can take and transplant it into the movie. And so um, sometimes you watch a movie and they don't talk like they should or whatever, and you're like, that's the easiest part. You yeah. just take the dialogue. What's wrong yeah. with you? But, uh, yeah, it's very important to capture the right dialogue. So I've never, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's, unless the book is more of a, of, a third party account where mm-hmm. you know you don't have that if you can just get that so that the feel is the same because so many times i think that's the problem is someone who's read the source material first and then they go into a movie and you don't have that character acting right yeah. or the or the actor decides to put their own interpretation well this is how i think the character should have reacted it's like no that but that's not that's not true to the character i mean you can change things in the story but you start changing the characters to where they're not recognizable to what they were, then then you might as well just be making your own thing. Yeah. But that's just my take. But talk about TV. So here's a, a triple header, right? Mash. Yeah, this is actually one I didn't know was a book until I started looking at this list. These yeah. lists did not realize it was a book. Yeah, a book. Then you had the movie, uh, starring Elliot Gould. And Donald Sutherland, and um, oh, the guy who played Radar actually. Oh, played, he was in the movie. He, he was in the yeah. movie, and the and I think he was the only one who was the same. Yeah. Um, and then everyone else was recast for the TV series. Um, the movie is fine. I actually prefer the TV series, and maybe that's just because they were able. I mean, it went on for so long right. that. Um, you can get more out of the characters, and you can yeah. you can do more with them. Um, but the the movie is is entertaining. It still has that same feel to it. Yeah. Um, they just, I mean, it's con, it's self contained right. into that two hours or whatever. I have never read the book, 
Um, well, I tried. I, I got that was one of the ones that I had for a while, and you know, read a bit of, and then just kind of lost interest and got pulled in a different direction and never finished. And mm-hmm. I don't even think I have the book anymore. But um, but yeah, it was just it's one of those things where it's like, how did how do you even get a TV series to last that long? Oh yeah, based on a two hour movie and then based on one book. And of course, the joke is, is the TV series lasted longer than the war, so that it's based <laughs> on. But, but yeah, I'll do a throwback for TV too to, to uh, my old Ada folks, and that's Lonesome Dove, um, the Larry McMurtry uh, books. I remember when that came out on TV, that was like a huge deal. I can remember being at the conservation club that uh, that our family was a member of, and they were having like a trustee meeting or something. And one dude's like, "We gotta wrap this up. Lonesome Dove, <laughs> Lonesome Dove's about ready to start." <laughs> but that's one of those ones where, even though it was a mini series, they still didn't get everything right. from the book. I mean, the book is just such an amazing read um, and great characters. But I, I will say, though, they to me, I thought they, they got the essence of the characters. Um, Gus and Woodrow pretty pretty well in the miniseries. But it's a little bit easier with miniseries because you're doing eight hours. Right. Eight hours? Four hours? Anyways, I forget how long the original miniseries was. And um, so, I mean, you, you they, they were able to get quite a bit in there. And then every subsequent, you know, one that they did after that, um, Streets of Laredo... And then they actually did the, the prequel, which I think was Comanche Moon. Um, but those were all very good reimaginings. But the books are still better. Well, um, you know what I'm surprised we haven't talked about yet? What's that? Princess Bride. Princess Bride, yes. Is this another hot take for you? No. but Okay. So, no, no. I love Princess okay. Bride. I thought so, but I just I, I, sure. And I own the book... I've never read the book. But you know the book is like a, it's like a, it's a farce, right? It's like, let me make sure I get it right, because he, he created the book in order to do the movie, right? Oh, really? I don't know. I thought it was a book first. Let me, you, you keep talking. <laughs> well, what can you say about The Princess Bride? I mean, it's a great movie. It's, I've never read the book, so I don't know how it is as a book, but perfectly casted, perfectly written got peter falk in it too so i'm into that um i know i had the book for a while i don't know what happened to it i might still have it i tried to read it but i was too young to appreciate anything about it so no so i was wrong the princess bride was the publication date was 1970 i could have sworn oh no that's 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 where i'm getting confused the the princess bride is based on a fake book by S. Morgan Stearns. Um, there we go. So, the book is about a fake book. Oh, yeah. So that, okay, yes, there yeah. we go. There we go. There we go. I can see you would be confused about there that. There we go. That is confusing. There. Yeah. But no, that is probably... Now, I do... So, I do have The Princess Bride. Um, I picked it up at the Book Loft, one of our oh, favorite places yes. to go. Um, have not read it yet. Um, Maddie, one year, either I got it for her or she got it when we went to the Book Loft. She got a much nicer looking, nice. very cool version of it. 
Um, so I can't wait to read that. That, uh, you know, I'm beginning to think, I saw a video that I felt personally attacked by this morning, and it said you have, it does explain the difference between bookworms and book dragons. Oh. And a bookworm is someone who reads uh, voraciously, right? Okay. Just, just constantly reading. And a book dragon is someone who loves books and and just collects them and oh. doesn't get to read through all of them or yeah. doesn't read through all of them. And um, I'm beginning to think I'm a dragon and not yeah. a worm. I used to be a worm. Yeah. But maybe this worm has evolved into a dragon. Ooh. Wow. That's maybe, a glow up. Yeah. Maybe that's my next D&D character. A dragon? Uh, uh, a well, dragon? I'll, I'll be a worm and then halfway uh. through... Halfway through the campaign, I spawn into a dragon. You cocoon. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if that's allowable. We'll have to ask John. We'll have to ask John. But, um, yeah. that That's that's a good one. One of the ones that, late, that I had forgotten about, and, and I was kicking myself, was Get Shorty. Because um, that is just a family favorite. Sharon and I love that movie. John Travolta, James Gandolfini, yeah. Gene Hackman. I mean, Delroy Lindo. It's just such... To me, it's such a great movie, um, based on an Elmore Leonard book. And Elmore Leonard there was hitting, I mean, all his stuff was, again, oh, hey, that one's popular, let's do this. So then they ended up doing Out of Sight with Jennifer Lopez and George Clooney. Um, Jackie Brown, which was, the book was called Rum Punch, that, but um, Quentin Tarantino did Jackie Brown. And then they did a um, uh, TV series called Maximum Bob, based on, a character created by Elmore Leonard, and then they actually had the uh, TV series Jennifer Lopez's character. Now I'm forgetting I'm forgetting her name and out of sight. They did a TV series where it was her, and good lord, that's going to bug me <laughs> uh, that I can't think of her name. What is that character's name uh, in Out of Sight? Someone help me. It's I, alive. I I need I need my uh, my research assistant. Oh my goodness. Uh, Karen Sisko. There we go. Karen Sisko. They had a TV series starring Carla Gugino? Gugino? Something like that. Gugino? Yeah. Gugino, I don't know. yeah. From Sin City and Spy oh, Kids. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, I mean, he was hitting on all cylinders there for a while. And then he actually, I mean, if we're going to go full circle on him, uh, he had a Western book that he did, um, uh, Last Dance Saver River was turned into a made-for-TV movie starring Tom Selleck, and he wrote 310 to Yuma, yep. which we talked about in our Western movie yep. uh, episode. I but, have a... Uh, sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, so I mean, Elmore Leonard there for a while, his stuff was just... was hot properties, and, and they, everyone was latching on. Right, so I have a question. So we're almost out of time here, so I have a, an interesting question for you. Yes. What is a book that you would like to see made into a movie? Ooh! Wow! I mean, my my knee jerk reaction is I want them to redo the Dark Tower. Yes, I agree uh, with that. Um, although I have heard that they're, they're going to turn it, they're going to make a TV show. So that withstanding, um, what? Oh my gosh! What would I now see? I'm going to have to walk over because <laughs> in the loft, if I look over the edge, I can see. You can see my books. Man, which... <laughs> ooh, that's a tough one. 
you know, wow, because so many Stephen King stuff gets made into movies. Yeah. Um, I think they could redo Cujo and make it more menacing than what oh, yeah. that movie was. And so many sci-fi things today, Oh yeah, they could redo. Man, that is an interesting question. What do you got? My... What, what's your answer? Got I'm reaction to... is Confederacy of Dunces okay. by John Kennedy Tool because that's one of my favorite books. It's a comedy. Um, but there's an interesting backstory to this book. Okay. I may have told you this before. But they were going to make a movie out of it. Uh-huh. And it was going to have John Belushi in it. Oh. But then he died. So, years go by, and they were going to make a movie of it, and John Candy was going to be in it. And then... And then he dies. Oh, my goodness. Years go by... Chris Farley's going to be in it. Mm. Then he dies. Okay. So it's kind of, I think, uh, perceived as a cursed movie. But they did a live stage show of it, and Nick Offerman was the main character. Okay. In Chicago, like six years ago or something. Yeah. It was sometime pre-pandemic. And he, he, he looks perfect. Interesting. Yeah, I could see that working. So are we, are we limited into regular books, or are we doing... Because I'm staring at one book, going, if they if they could do that, and that's Weapon Brown, <laughs> you know, that would <laughs> infuriate so many people. Yeah. And maybe we'll talk about Weapon Brown. Bone would be fun to see. Bone, they were supposed to make a movie of forever ago. Yeah. Um, I'm just now staring at comic books because they're easier to see. Yeah, they're right here. Um, they're right there in front of us. Um. Wow, I'm not. You know what? I really. So, I'll 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 throw one out there just because. Another book of his was on the list, and that's uh, Seth Graham Greene, who did. Um, uh, I, oh my God! I hope that's his name. Did I just use the wrong name? But he did Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh yeah. Um, that was a fun one. The, yes. He did a he did a book and Sharon got it for me for Christmas years ago called uh, Unholy Night, and it was kind of a reimagining of um, the birth of Jesus. Oh wow! And man, that was a good read. <laughs> and given the right director, I think that could be fun. Yeah. Um. So that could be interesting. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know that that'll be my my reaction for now. What, we'd love to know what, yeah. what what books or what book would you love to see either get another chance at being being made into a movie or a TV show or what one would you love seeing adapted? Yeah. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Man, I'm really struggling. Yeah, that's a tough question. Yeah, because there's, there's so many I've got down there. I mean, I could name any number of Louis L'Amour yeah. stories. Yeah. Uh, the sci-fi are really are the ones I'm trying to go through because with CGI technology now, I mean, my gosh, the what you could do, The Expanse, yeah. which is a book series. I'm ju- I'm, I just finished season two. Of course, by the time everyone hears this, hopefully <laughs> I'm done with the series. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'll have to, have to think on that more. But that's a good question. Yeah, I thought about that and uh, I was like, I just kind of gave myself an unfair advantage because I thought about it already. <laughs> but I like being put on the spot like that. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. So let us know. Let us 
you know, don't beat me up too much about, you know, my dislike for some things. <laughs> it's it's okay. Yeah, I, I would be curious to hear what you guys think is some of what are some of the best adaptations and maybe some of the worst because that can be fun too. Oh, gosh, um, yeah. I'd like to hear, you know, if it was a movie or a TV show, uh, what you thought, you know. I mean, we didn't even touch on a lot of... Oh, no. We didn't get any Roald Dahl in there. We didn't do any Goosebumps. We, no. You know. The the one, World War Z, was yeah. the one. Now, I I own the book. I've not read it, but I love the movie, and I've heard it's nothing like the book. Like, they completely, they might as well just made, not even called it World yeah. War Z, <laughs> and just made it a zombie movie. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what did they get right? What didn't they get right? In your guys' eyes. Yeah. Because there's so many out there. I mean, how many little women do you have? And how <laughs> yeah, many really. Pride and Prejudices and and the Frank... We didn't even talk about, like, Frankenstein. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, by the way, have you watched Frankenstein yet that you got from me? Oh, no, the I Robert haven't. De Niro? Oh, man, that's a good one. Yeah, so, I mean, we didn't even talk about any of that. Dracula and stuff. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to discuss, but... So, we'll have to have a, a part two, I guess. We, we but... will have a part two. There we go. Yeah. To be continued. <laughs> Just like a good book series. Yep. Yeah. Put it down, pick us back up later, and, and then you can enjoy us then. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Just <laughs> let us know uh, what you guys like to read and watch, and what are some of the good, what are some of the bad, what are some of the ugly. Ooh, there we go. I don't know if that was a book or not. <laughs> so... Maybe a short story. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next time. Don't forget, stay nerdy. <laughs>